Hello and welcome back to our podcast, Hebrew That. This is our third podcast of our six podcast series. My name is Michael Antonellis. This is Morgan Cursette. This is Mariah Reed. This is Esther Lynn. This is Kyle Ryan. And we want to thank you for joining us for our uh, third podcast here. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where we're going to start right there. All right, so today for our podcast, we're going to uh, cover a little bit of the coronavirus update as it has been a long week um, and a lot has transpired over the last week as far as the overall status of uh, sports, status of baseball, and the status of our country as a whole and the nation. Um, so we're going to give you a little little uh, coronavirus update. We're going to discuss what the Major League Baseball commissioner has to say about the season and about what the teams are going to be doing. Um, in lieu of opening day, opening day was supposed to be today, March 26th, um, and there is no baseball being played. Uh, lastly, we're going to give you a little bit of background about our team. Once we get off the ground, we're going to give you a little background um, about who we are and who we're trying to be and um, what we're going to be doing for the city of Montreal. Um, so again, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, here we go. So as far as MLB is supposed to be starting today, um, there isn't much uh, talk on when the season's actually going to start. The commissioner even said that it's going to return, but nothing and nothing's off the table for the season. But we're still unsure of when that date is. So we're unsure of exactly when we're going to launch the team, which is out of our hands at this moment. But we are definitely going to stay on pace with the rest of the MLB and the uh, all the teams and any team that is looking to join the MLB. We're trying to stay on pace with them so that we don't get left behind. But we also can't jump the gun because we're unsure of when the season's going to start. So we have to definitely um, keep on track with them and the commissioner just to make sure that we stay on calendar with the season. So after the MLB season is come back, we definitely gonna have a very short season because we already said we're gonna start from uh, July or June or August, maybe maybe later. So there's gonna be some remediation uh, measures for this shorter season. Uh, for example, uh, we're gonna get we we're gonna the league could also decide to shift all the postseason games to a neutral side because. Uh, we don't know how the coronavirus is going to be developed. So when we, it's better we chose a warmer place uh, with less positive cases. That's maybe better for all the players and for the uh, audience. Uh, another measure is like uh, the league going to play a number of double hiders in order to flatten the season because there's a, the regular season normally, normally have 162 games in the regular season. But now we only have like three or four of the season. So the the possible solution is that we, we have a lot of double headers, even though this kind of our players might, might be exhausted about that. But uh, that's the only thing we can do, I guess. 
Kyle, what do you think about um, like how do you think the players are going to feel about that? Like, do you think there's going to be backlash from that, or do you think that they're going to welcome that so they can play like the same amount of games? Like, how do you think the players feel about? Well, that? I think it depends because for some players, for some star players, they may think it's too exhausting. They, they, they are because I this is my this is my salary. I got one hundred one million dollars a season. Now I have to put in a very dense schedule, but for those. Like less important players, they might think, "Oh, I want to come back and want to make money for my family." So I think this really depends. For the the players that aren't the starting players and don't really have the chance to get on the field, this might be a great opportunity for them. Because if there are double headers, um, like you said, star players are gonna not want to overwork themselves. So this would be a great time to help improve the bench players while also giving the star players. Um, a chance to rest and recover so that they're ready for the important games come playoffs and um, the World Series. Do you guys think that expanded rosters could be an, an important factor? Like typically there's 25 players on a roster and obviously, you know, nine on the field at a time. Uh, do you think that expanded rosters could come into play here? Like how, how do we think that could end up? I think you have to look into the idea of expanding your roster but it's kind of hard because if you expand for the season, is it going to stay that way? Or are they going to switch it back come next season? So it's definitely a bunch of different factors you have to look into before you just automatically jump and decide that you're going to expand your rosters. It's definitely it's, – it's a good idea, but a lot comes into play when you do that. So to give a recap of um, what our team is, our team name is Montreal Hebrew. The colors we d- decided to use for the jerseys and everything, it's black, gold, gray, and white. Um, this is kind of a color that symbolizes the, the Hebrew that we can find, the snow owl that is found in Montreal, the Montreal area. And the saying that we for, have for our team is little by little, the bird makes its nest, which is a really great um, saying to represent our team as our players are um, working little by little, step by step to become a better player and to become a better team. So we have some promotional activities that we've been, do- we've been thinking about doing on our social media. But now we've been deciding, well, once the season starts, what are we going to do to get people in the door, especially with the scare of the virus going around? So we had a great idea that we were all discussing. And I think it's pretty cool that we're going to have our fans have a flat $10 fee to get in for general admission. So which means you pay a flat $10 fee for your ticket. And it's a first come, first serve on where you want to sit. So if you get there early, you can get right next to the first baseline. If you want to be near the dugout, that's where you can sit. It's all in first come, first serve. You're just going to pay your flat $10. And it's definitely going to be a way to get people in the door excited so they can get a spot, get there early, even see the players warming up. We definitely think it'll be a, a hit. So do you think uh, having a first come, first serve it might cause some issues between people fighting over seats and wanting to be in a certain spot? Um. I could probably answer that one. Uh, I think that it might cause a little tension, but especially with everything going on right now, I don't think stadiums are going to be completely full and at capacity for sporting events for a very long time, considering everything going on. 
Um, so I think this is just an opportunity to get people in the door and make them aware and give them a seat and a viewing experience they might traditionally not get because they can't afford it. Um, so, and again, like baseball is very family oriented. It's definitely on the older side. Um, I don't think you're going to be getting like, you know, two 70 something year old men fighting over a, uh, a seat behind home plate. Um, uh, so, I mean, that's something definitely a hole that, uh, you know, can be poked through our idea, but and something we definitely have to take into account. But, um, no, I think it would be a good overall experience and give somebody a once in a lifetime, possibly, uh, you know, shot at sitting like right where they want to without paying hundreds and sometimes even thousands of dollars, especially for a brand new team. It could be, you know, sitting on the, you know, on the first baseline right by the dugout for your brand new favorite team uh, is something not a lot of people can say they've done. So, yeah, I think it, I think it's a good idea. And uh, we just have to see uh, furthermore, maybe throughout our planning process, how uh, how we can mitigate the potential for some hostile seat takeovers. Yeah, I I would have to piggyback off of what Mike said. I definitely think it's it's going to have some hiccups in it, but um, I think people are going to be so excited to get out and even just come to a game, especially like a new team that's going to be our first time playing in the stadium. I th- I definitely think people are going to be a little more happy than they are hostile and angry trying to run to a seat. I think people are just going to be excited to watch a new team and be able to get outside and watch baseball in general. So hopefully with everyone getting out and it being fresh, like it'll be more positivity than it is negativity coming into the stadium. And I also want to add up something because uh, imagine that when we open up the team again, uh, the situation is that a lot of people is just going through, just went through a long period of time, quarantine and social distancing. So when they go to the college, no, when they go to the facility, when they go to the ballpark, they met, I believe a lot of people, they met still concerned about the, the, the coronavirus. So even if they got there first, they might still choose some seats that maybe in the upper deck, but not in the front line. I agree with Kyle because I'm guessing that people will want to stay away from the crowd when they go into the game. Like, if they see people in the spot they want, they might kind of move away from it too, just to keep the social distancing. there was any way we could um, combat the, the fear of the virus still and implement any, uh, any other promotions or any, uh, I'm trying to think of the word, any other reassuring statements that we could send out that we're cleaning the facilities and we're going to make sure there's hand sanitizers and at the top of every, um, what are those called? At the top of every section. So, I don't know, just something along those lines, so that we can bring people in because it is ten dollars for a game, and we don't want people to still stay away because of the well, fear think, of the virus. Well, I think an important thing to note is that this is going to be a brand new place. Yeah. Um. So it's probably never going to be cleaner than it is on the first true. day. Yeah, um, so I think that, I think that's a big thing and you can even like kind of make a little tongue in cheek joke about it. Um, and hopefully, you know, things are a little lighter by the time we start playing baseball yeah. again, but yeah, that, that facility will never be as clean as it is on yeah. that first day. 
Um, so I think that's an advantage. And I think maybe partnering with, uh, you know, a cleaner of some sort. I don't know exactly off the top of my head who the leading cleaning, you know, who the Clorox is yeah. of Canada. Um, but, you know, getting them on board and maybe making just cleaning things ex- as accessible as possible um, would be a huge advantage for us and would just, you know, reaffirm and reassure fans that uh, we care about the health and wellness of um, of them and we care about the how our park looks. Um, so I think something like that could definitely uh, at least lessen the anxiety of what's going on in our current environment. So with this promotion, uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities to expand i don't know if you guys have any ideas right now on what else we could do um an idea that came across my mind is that maybe we can do some a promotion within the promotion like for um uh, if a fan that goes to the most first game of the series they can win something maybe a season ticket um for the next season or maybe a jersey of their favorite player or just anything that they are interested in yeah i think it's a really good idea i feel like if we are able to incentivize people coming to and consistently coming back to games um that's the best way to retain fans and retain you know season ticket holders is you know make it worth their while you know give them an experience and something that uh another team maybe in montreal or maybe just in the mlb in general doesn't do I mean, you see all these fans that for, you know, from the Phillies to the Yankees to the Dodgers that, um, you know, their season ticket holders are season ticket holders because they love the team and they've been with them forever. But we just don't have that same kind of sentiment right now. So um, the way to get that is, you know, incentivize people um, with you know positive reinforcement, whether that be, you know, extra giveaways or um, just giving them, a, you know, an experience that they, they traditionally wouldn't get elsewhere. Go ahead. So another promotional idea that we were throwing around is having the first home game of every series be a big promotional event, whether it be dollar dog night or half off drinks or um, a hat giveaway, Uh, really just to keep the energy going and get people excited to come to the game, get ready for the series against the teams. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is all the time we have for today, but we hope to give you more information in the upcoming weeks with the updates of the coronavirus and our plans to launch our team. And thanks again for listening. See you next week. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye.